Muli Bungie from San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from Thursday, the 18th of November, 2021. Quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. Vice President Salas Chilima has told commercial banks to reduce their interest rates, highlighting that interest rates paid to depositors are too low. Deposit rates are currently at around 5% compared to the lending rates, which have averaged 23%. Well, who knew? Seems like the bankers are making lots of money. He's since proposed to the Reserve Bank of Malawi to consider capping interest rates, stressing that if the banks raise the lending rates, they must also do the same for depositors. Salima Sugar Company has disclosed that it intends to procure a machine that will double its sugar production to meet market demand. Company Secretary Charles Tupi said this during a media tour the company organized on Friday the 12th. Tupi said that while the company is yet to meet local demand, he's also discussing the possibility of exporting markets with the Ministry of Trade and Malawi Investment Trade Center. Of course, the problem is tobacco might be bad for your health, but it's good for the economy. Malawi was on a quest to find alternatives to tobacco that can bring in more foreign currency or forex. However, plenary session of the Ekama Annual Conference held on Thursday the 11th and Friday the 12th in Mangochi revealed that tobacco will remain Malawi's main cash crop and top forex earner. Why? Because its value chain and markets are properly structured. What does that mean? According to Chief Executive Officer for the Tobacco Commission, Chidani Mulunga, buyers have guidelines that Malawi adheres to, resulting in almost 90% of tobacco being exported. He said the country had to work hard to, to cut out and identify and to remodel other agricultural value chains to be on par with what has worked in the tobacco industry. He was also quick to point out that value addition is key if the country wants to get the best from the agricultural sector. You don't have clean lungs, but at least you'll have some clean energy. On Tuesday the 16th, Malawi opened the Salima Solar Plant. 60 megawatt power plant serves as an additional electricity contributor to the country's power grid, is expected to provide electricity to over 200,000 households. President Chakwera switched on the power plant, announced that the government is developing the first ever Renewable Energy Act which will help them regulate the energy sector and reduce systemic inefficiencies. He added that he has invited investors in this sector to take advantage of the country's current opportunities and to work with the government in helping it achieve its development blueprint, Malawi 2063. On Wednesday the 17th, First Lady Chakwera presided over the celebration of the 2021 Capital Injection Program in, in Lilongwe. Feed the Future, in partnership with Women's Legal Resource Center, are in charge of the program's implementation since 2018. Also has funding from the U.S. Agency for International Development, USAID. The program's targets are rural women in 11 districts across the country. It will benefit 30,000 households. Water Services Association of Malawi, Wasama, said consumers should brace for another water price hike within the financial year. On Monday the 15th, Wasama and Consumers Association of Malawi in Blantyre signed a services charter commitment. Wasama President Robert Hanja said that despite getting a 52% average water tariff increase, some water boards are yet to meet their operational costs. 
Hanja Hanja, who is also Blantyre Waterboard Chief Executive Officer, said the price hike will help the board to operate more efficiently with significant improvement in service and water quality and a faster response to faults. Treasury figures show that the financial performance of the country's water boards has been deteriorating for the past three years due to various factors, the biggest one being the non-implementation of the cost-reflective tariffs. In other words, not enough money to pay for stuff. Health authorities say the number of people suffering from scabies in the city of Blantyre has doubled. Dr. Gift Chalwaziria, district health officer for Blantyre, said that the numbers have risen from 300 to 600 between July and November this year. He's attributed the rise to poor hygiene conditions. Meanwhile, a health office has advised people to rush to the hospital if they experience any symptoms of scabies, like intense itching and pimple-like skin rash. Nearly two months after some district hospitals reported shortages of essential drugs, the country now finds itself in an ironic situation where drugs worth 2 billion kawacha, which is approximately 2.5 million U.S. dollars, have expired. In an address to Parliament Health Minister Kumbize Kondodo, Chiponda blamed the situation on misprocurement, under-budgeting by councils and a 19 billion kawacha debt, about $23 million, that the central medical stores is saddled with. However, she pointed out that the National Audit Office would carry out an audit to establish what might have led to the situation. In September this year, up to a third of the country's district hospitals reported shortages of drugs used for treatment for patients. Some of the drugs are used in surgical operations. Maybe the central medical stores can raise money betting on sports? Eight betting companies are expected to start operations after getting approval from the National Lotteries Board and Malawi Gaming Board. Company include Hollywood Bets, Mobipay, and Betani. Currently, Premier Bet, Premier Lotto, and World Star Betting are some of the companies that are already operating. Last year, after sports betting gained popularity, some Malawians became millionaires by betting on games. Many, many more of them just lost the money they bet. Government introduced a 20% withholding tax on winning, so clearly we know why they like it. But is more sports betting a good idea? Is that what we really need? Political scientist and writer Wonderful Mikuche has written another book titled Humanism and Politics, Short Essays. Mikuche said the book seeks to provide deep understanding on how politics affects humanism and vice versa. According to the author, humanism affects politics because it promotes healthy political processes in societies. The book will be launched this month at Msuzu University. Kuche has also written several other books, including a biography of musician Lucius Banda. Speaking of Lucius Banda, veteran musician announced that he plans to release his 20th album, Love and Hate, next month, adding that the release of the 16-track project was delayed due to health complications. Banda revealed that the album includes songs such as Buerera and Ali Yamueño, whose music videos are already released. The musician has albums such as Ceasefire, Survivor, Unity, and Down Babylon to his credit. More entertainment news, the fifth season of the popular dance competition, Cod Jive, will begin its auditions in the southern region at Times Group's entertainment studios in Blantyre on Saturday the 20th. Times Group, who are the organizers of the competition, revealed that over 50 groups have registered for Cod Jive. Suzu University's Vice Chancellor, Professor John Saka, and the Board of Trustees have organized a 10-kilometer walk for a needy student from the university's Luwinga campus to Suzu shopping mall on Saturday the 20th from 6 a.m. 
The aim of the walk is to raise 50 million kwacha, which is approximately 61,000 U.S. dollars, to support 125 needy students who are on the verge of withdrawing from the university. Members of the public are invited to join the vice chancellor in this event and make donations. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining. Subscribe your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Malawi. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. 